This week on the podcast, we're joined by Tom Crowdy from Carlo Roby Club, Johnny Tobin from Tuller Roby Club. Lads, how's it going? Not too bad, Stephen. Good, thanks, Stephen. Stuff. But we'll kick off by talking about his club in his absence anyway, which means we can say what we like. Um, Kilkenny Ashburn, big clash for them on Saturday. A couple of weeks break for Kilkenny as well with everything that's been going on. So, um, lads will be delighted to get back out in the pitch, I'd say, after everything. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, I was chatting to Steve Ashmore there this evening. He's excited about it. Um, Liam Caddy, the same. They're looking forward to getting back. And a couple of weeks break would have got them well back into it with injuries that they had over the last number of months. So it'll, um, it'll be a big boost for them. But uh, not not a great test to come back to. Ashburn be a great great physical side. Like, so it'll be, it'll be a very, very tough game for them. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What do you reckon, Tom? I, I, I don't know. I think a Kenny uh, Ashman will always be tough, but they're not they're not firing on all cylinders either. Mm. Or just give you a kind of look at the group. You know, you have the the three Dublin clubs at the top, and Kenny and fourth, and then there's four down below, and those those four down below have been all kind of beaten, so they wouldn't exactly be on a higher anything, you know. So. <laughs> but uh Kenny Ashburn will always be uh that'd be a tough old game. A bruiser. Mm. Of a game, yeah. A, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's on Saturday. So, best wishes to Kilkenny and James Blanchfield and the lads in that one. The big one this weekend is the derby. Tolo Carlo, hey. we've been waiting for this one for a long time. Uh, uh, there are, this game is always a bruiser. Anyway, you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to give the lads any extra motivation going into this one. Who will I start with, Tom or Johnny? How is uh, how are preparations going, lads? Or, uh... Give it to Tom. <laughs> you start, Tom. <laughs> you give it to Tom. Age before beauty, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Um, oh, look, oh, Jesus, like it, it's it's the one game. What can you what can you talk about? Like it, it's uh, an hour. Look. We straight up we've had good numbers of training training's going well um they've had a couple of as i say the, the jones had a couple of good results coming into it uh coming into this match um the two-week break probably wasn't what we wanted but um you know because they had a good win after the win against Boyne, it would have been nice to kind of maybe have a week break and then play and keep momentum but look as I said, training went well on on Tuesday night. One or two small little niggly injuries. Don't know whether they're nothing major. Um, one or two might be doubtful, but nothing of 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 significance. But Jesus, like it's Carlo Tolos. It's it's Liverpool. You know, it's Man United, Man City. It's Liverpool. You're never ever. It's going to it's going to be flat to the boards, and mm. no matter what form any team is in. Everything's all stops to pull out. Look, it's local. Look, it's a bit of excitement. It is. And it I'm is. Sure. Absolutely. Look, Carlo will. Everyone kind of wants to. The people come out. Come out of the woodwork to see them get. We'll come out of the woodwork to watch the game. You won't see them probably again till the next time we, we play Tolo. But um, you know, it's it's uh, it's something that uh, I think both clubs will definitely. We look forward to it. I know we haven't had. We've had a. Uh, wouldn't have been on, on the better side of a lot of games lately, but you know, that's that's uh, that's rugby, that's sports. So, but it's a local derby. I mean, how how can you how, how can we say any more? How can you say any more? Like, you know, like as a the, the head is all the advertisement you need, yeah, do all, you can do all you want. You can say, Oh, a pack is training well, or the backs are flying, or this lad is in top form, and that it's lad funny, is in top Tommy form. Dog, but, that was an but, interesting comment to me on, on Tuesday. <laughs> That Ruby goes out the window when Tullo play Carlo. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of, I kind of thought about it for a while, and I was like, you know, some you, you probably would have been right ten years ago, maybe not anymore. But and the more I get closer to it, the more I think he actually is right. Ruby kind of does go out the window, you know. It's it's like they're judging it off form. I personally think there's more pressure on Carlo to win this than there is on Tullo not to lose it because of the recent results. Like Carlo been going so well, we. Have been there, thereabouts hanging in, like you know. But um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, the only concern for us, injury-wise, is um, Stevie Smith is gone till Christmas, so he'd be a massive loss for us physically mm-hmm. and mentally because Stevie lives for the Tullo Car again. To be fair to him, um, 
But yeah, look, uh, at, lads are training well. Numbers are back up. The buzz is back up. Carlos should have came. The Carlo game should have came for us a month ago. Things would have been a whole lot different now. Like you know, we numbers are back up. The training lads are interested. We could even. I, I don't know. You know more about the um, logistics side of things, Tom. But I think we're going to feel the seconds this weekend. Yep. As far as I know, I there's, so. there's a second team uh, well, playing. Like we haven't heard anything, and. Uh... In fairness, in fairness, you would always give us a they'd always give us a nod, you know, unless unless there, unless there's injuries or something coming mm. near the game. But but both clubs have helped. We'll, we'll kind of say it early, but uh, I have not actually. Look, I'm sorry for Stevie. <laughs> we won't say we'll miss him. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'd be telling a lie. I, I, I would. I'd be telling uh, a lie. Any more, Tom? No, and I'd be telling a lie. But in fairness, look, he's a cracking player. Um, Stevie be a big loss to any team. Being honest, mm. if he was a, if he was a Carlo player and a player of that quality was was missing, um, you know it'd be uh, it'd be a tough call. But look, um, I hope he gets back. I hope his recovery yeah, comes yeah, and, and he, he gets back. He gets back on track. Good years, you know. Yeah, well, he is. Look, look I, in fairness, uh, look, Jesus. I mean, we've we've had banged heads. The bang heads long enough there, but it's a, it's a pity, as they say. Like we we've been missing Ross Ellens. You know, Ross is a massive loss. The captain. The, captain of the club this year um mm. like he's gone to maybe or if he comes back at all this season yeah i think there's talk he's, he's going to get back this season i can't see it now personally it's, it's a very tough call um the same with john farrell you know no sub hook john will either be a sober starting hooker um mm. depending on depending on it's just it's mainly with john it's just the availability because he's just a lot of yeah so he travels a lot, was, lot with the, with the know, analysis and stuff yeah and i think he's off on where the hell he is at the moment he said he was I was talking uh, to him last week. He's only back to Dubai. He's heading off somewhere else this week. And now I don't know whether it's rugby or social. I don't know whether it's rugby or social. But the likes of, you know, they're all key players to any mm. side. And they're, they're John, John had the same basic injury as Ross. Not quite as bad. Mm. Um, didn't have to get the operation. But like, so it's, he'd be another, another kind of loss for my own son was out. Um, He's out with his shoulder. Not we don't know if he's going to be back or not. It's it's touch and go with him. Mm. But uh, not, not a key player. But I'll be honest. Yeah, like, there's so is, many Tom, selection, Yeah, but selection's going to be tough. The one thing I have to say this year, which is probably over any other year, and it's nothing to do with the nothing to do with Caratolo game or anything. It's just as a, a a group of players there. The last them are quite close to the to the first. You know, very little mm. difference between them. And uh, I'd say it's, I'm glad it kind of not involved in selection at the moment. We have to, I'd say that I'd say that meeting tomorrow night could be tasty, but I know. Look, it's, it's, it's one not, headache it's you a, don't want. It's a yeah, but it's a first. It's the first time. Look, Johnny, you know, and told that you go through years of it where you have brilliant years. We've had uh, really crap years where we had ten lads training and and, and you know you have a week off and you. Know, it, Coach would arrive up and there'd be only twelve lads standing there from the first and the seconds to train, you know. Yeah. Whereas this year, this year you'd have you may you nearly have twenty lads there on the weekend off, on the week yeah, off. Yeah. So no credible you know, credit, you're going very well. You know, it's that just it's but that swings and roundabouts with all clubs. It's mm. nothing, uh, but it, it's great. It's great. Look, I, how do we say it? Again? It, it's great for Carlo, as in Carlo, the county itself mm. that we have. To, we're able to manage two clubs. It's running a small little county, and we've two fairly mm-hmm. successful clubs, you know. So, and isn't it isn't it the highlight of every year that the, if you have in a, as I say, we're lucky to have two there, and they're going to hop off each other on Sunday. And isn't that mm-hmm. isn't that what sport is really about? So, I hope those who are listening, neutrals and and uh, both sets of supporters will come out and, and just watch the game and have a have a bit of crack there on Sunday. No, really, really is up for that. Um, and for anyone that's thinking, listening, Tom, uh, thinking of heading up, um, the bar open or what's the story with all that stuff? Uh, I got a text. I got a text from El Presidente of Tola, John Brown, and uh, demanded he, it to be opened. <laughs> no, the bar's the 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 bar's going to be open, but they'll have, he said just to make sure you have your COVID or your little. Going in. Do you really think that the bar would be closed for a Tullo Carlo game when the game is in Tullo? <laughs> like it's the it's the it's the biggest fundraiser of the year. It's Absolutely. The 
That's it. And for people that haven't ventured up and they're and they're listening and they're wondering about this match and everything, you know, just the off pitch entertainment as well. Um, yeah, we have a new car park there. We've great facilities there. You know, you can leave your car there till Monday morning. <laughs> and and here I'm after making a boo boo there. So I I also I owe. Uh, Oh, Paddy Brown, an apology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I said, John, when you were going to fix that, I didn't want to call you out. <laughs> I just was thinking, I know why John's name just came into my head. <laughs> you must be thinking of a game he repped or something. <laughs> well, we're looking forward. I, I, I always got on well with John. We'd have a good laugh after everything. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing, though, it'll be really good. Yeah. The, the crack after, like, it'll be, it'll be good, you know, with the old boys, regardless of the result. Like, you know, it's Brockett Cody there. And, Couple of really long term stalwarts at all. It'll be good pals with a lot of lads in Carlo, like you oh, know. Carlo residents. Yeah, like Sprock lives in Carlo. Dinio Brain lives in Carlo. And where does El Presidente live? <laughs> in the middle of the town. <laughs> 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 Told you before, Tolo are taking over the county town. Infiltrate well, the, the town. park every time. I don't know what you're right. I don't know what you're right. Everywhere, everywhere I turn, there's another Tolo man. We're trying to get squatters' rights <laughs> on Oak Park. <laughs> Tell it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. well, I'm looking forward to that one big time, Manuel. Has a bit of crack next week talking, looking back at it. Um, we're going to move along because we have a fair bit of stuff to get through. Um, to, uh, the ladies' rugby's doing well, Johnny, uh, in Tullow. Um, they're out last week, week before, did fairly well. Yeah, they seem to be going very, very well, but like they get great numbers back. And uh, I see Jane, Jane O'Neill back from injury there, and uh, I think it was Lauren Faulkner as well back playing. And a couple of girls haven't played in a long time back, so. Seems to be going well, and they're, they're two good, two very good coaches anyway. Um, in Aho and Paul, like they're doing a great job with them there. Um, seems to be going very, very well for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, long may it continue. Yeah, no, absolutely. Tom, your rhinos are out as well. They're in action. Uh, they're they're doing pretty well this year as well. Yeah, no, the rhinos have been there. There, the sixteens have been there thereabouts. But we've had a, a couple of tough games. Um, we've. On a friendly this weekend, and uh, then we're off to Nace next weekend, which will be another tough, another tough game. But look, the girls are they're getting better with each game, and it's hard when you've got a mixture, a kind of a mixture of girls where you have a lot of some of them didn't know each other till this year, even a lot of new girls who didn't hadn't played rugby before. Then you have some of the older girls who have you know played for played all the way up through Tullow. Um, and just trying to get that whole thing blended together and trying to get them playing. But they are picking it up. We had a good training session again last night. The Rhinos 14s are absolutely flying. Jesus, they're it's such a success story. I've seen having... them last Saturday, actually. They're out in Tuller their last Saturday, man. Yeah, they only lost by a couple of points. Um, I think two was or three a... points, yeah. Yeah, that was the semi-final of the Leinster Cup. Of the Leinster Cup. Mm. Do you know? So that's, and that's, that's not that's a B. That's A. That's A. They've never played like we started off last year with the fourteens. Um, I think they got one game in before COVID struck, you know, before COVID set in. So yeah. they only really started this year. They have twenty. What was I saying? They lasted twenty-four or twenty-five. Yeah, the great numbers now. there now on Saturday. Yeah, and That's they're from. Crazy. It's an even split. We're looking at it there. Michelle set me on the figures. An even split between. It's an even split between Carlo and Tullo. They're coming. They absolutely look. They have great crack. The coaches yeah. are brilliant. The management are brilliant. Was it Metro? I've seen Jersey. Yeah, it's Metro Sharks or something or whatever they yeah. are. They're, they all there have was, different names. There was Nace girls there. There was All Belvedere. There was Terra Newer. There was, geez, there was four or five clubs involved. There's a com- combination there. So, like, I mean, that's that's it's fantastic that we have again. Look, small little county. We're up against Camogie, soccer, football, yeah. all basketball, all those sports, and we're mm. able to put out. A fantastic team like that it's just going to it's working and uh like they even have uh, a teddy bear as the oh, person of the yeah. match squad, right and it seems to have more every week it seems to gain clothing it has it's in, basically in <laughs> basically in, in leinster blue at the moment so um it's uh and they get there isn't that all the crack over two though Opposite, yeah absolutely look at, and oh, again we'll all have aver- we'll advertise every week with that little york <laughs> well, any parent out there that uh, has a, would like a, a child to play a team sport, I know people say it's rugby and they're terrified of uh, injuries and it's a rough game. Go see those girls because I'll tell you one thing, they absolutely adore it. 
absolutely mm. adored. To do now, you can see him even last Saturday to come off the field after losing, but they just had a really good team spirit. Yeah. They're just yeah. really tight, like it's just really it's it's good to see like. I just Johnny, they were back on Monday, like they were back there on Monday on in, in training and they had sort of a, a an easy training session as in it wasn't really a training session they were playing fun games and to watch them have the crack they were having jumping over tackling bags and hitting tackling bags and jumping through diving through uh the tackling ring and yeah you name it they were doing and having fun and that's it's just that's what, that's what it's about it's, it's what it. what our game is about and long may it continue as well lads. Yeah. that's great to hear um tom as well uh move on to ireland argentina um so we finished off the series with three out of three happy days things going well a couple of players really stuck their hand up over the couple of games as well uh Caelan doris uh, there's lots of players a lot, a lot of really good standouts as well what i was happy with was a bit of progression from uh joey carberry now he, he 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 had a good game. There was bits of it that were a bit dodge as well, but overall there's a bit of progression there as well. Which, based on the conversations we've been having over the last weeks and months, um, it's encouraging to see as well. And it's not just him; those other players really excelled, I yeah. suppose, in the series. Do, do you know what was nice that as well? I know I said that you'd see Robbie Henshaw at first, so you've an awful lot, and he was there. He was there a good mm-hmm. bit, but as the game grew. Joey grew like he tried things they didn't pull off yeah you know if Sexton tried them didn't pull off he wouldn't be saying Sexton had a bad game he'd be saying someone else didn't read the line I actually thought Joey Carberry was was very very good on, was, on Sunday yeah. um and I wouldn't be his biggest fan at an out half I wouldn't be his biggest fan definitely but I thought he was really really good um I thought he controlled the game very very well and what I like to see was when we got penalties he just stepped up said he was doing what he was doing that was it he just took the ball, put it on the tee, or put it to touch, and there was no debating. Um, I thought it was really good. Uh, Caelan yeah. Doris was outstanding. Yeah, he really was outstanding. He is. He's so something massive, else. He's, the business. he's something else. And as for Ryan Baird, geez, oh stop! You know, like, some lad gallop, isn't he? <laughs> like he's another. He's like he, you think about it. Like he's another one coming through. He like give him another season. He's only a child, Tom. He's like only he's got twenty-one. Like. like he's going to come come in on a, in on board and that. Uh, like uh, I thought, Joey played quite well. I thought it was great to get him in. They kept him on the field. He, he actually, I don't think he really wanted to go off. Well, would you think so? I don't he think he wanted to go off. Sure. Before, but I don't think he really wanted to go. I'd say he wanted mm-hmm. to stay the ten, but I thought when he went to fifteen, it gave him, like you said before, it wouldn't be nice for him to have. A couple of games as uh, full back where he could just enjoy himself, yeah. you know, take yeah. take the ball to the line. But he needs more game time like that. He really does. Um, I if you looked at the two when um, what you call him, Byrne came on, Harry Byrne, Harry came on. Like I, Harry's not the answer either. You know, at the moment, no, he's not, no, he's not really. So I mean, being honest, if you look at it. If Joey's going to be the thing, he needs as much game time as possible. The one I was really, the one I was disappointed when I wasn't disappointed. It was kind of coming. It's coming, and it's, it's uh, in the next year. It's probably going to get worse. But Conor Murray was a bit of a disappointment because he, he, he was the, the game useless. The game, the game has changed. gone on. Without... The game, the game changed. Like if you think about, it, go back. If you look at the the New Zealand match and how many box kicks there was, the first thing they had that I. It was probably was near enough the right thing to do at the time, but it was Conor Murray who kicked the box kick. When mm. we hit Argentina, it was Conor Murray hitting box kicks. And if you watch yeah. then the difference between himself when Craig Casey come on, oh, Conor yeah. Murray stands as he's coming in. He stands actually over the ball. Mm. He's actually he's over the ball, which is causing him that bit. It's causing him to slow the ball down. Whereas Casey is just thinking and he's actually stepping and whipping at the same time. There's none of this standing over. Yeah. You know, you know what's really interesting on that? Yeah. You look at the All Black stat. We threw 215 passes in the All Black game. Like, we didn't throw anywhere near that. And I, I haven't seen the stat yet for the passing against the Argentina uh, game. But, like, I guarantee you the percentage of passing went up when Casey came on. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, yeah. um, yeah. we threw 215 passes in the game. That's that's so like this mad numbers like that's just offloading was really really good really really positive like I I just looked at Murray the very first phase we got he stood over the rook and box kicked it down the field and I said yeah. to myself 
if this Where's is going to, I actually said, I'm saying to the fellow who's with me the game, Larry, I said, if this is going to be the case when he's on the field, I'm just going to get out and go. I'm not watching <laughs> this. I'm not watching kicking the ball like like tennis, back and forward, back and forward. It's just, it's um, not no, Ar- we knew Argentina were going to do that. I mean, Argentina always do kick when they, mm. they do use the ball, but there was an awful lot of, oh, Jesus, here we go. After, <laughs> that was the yeah. comments yeah, coming yeah, around. Yeah. And in case you mean, it was like a breath of fresh air. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have a knock on the door there, lads. James Blanchard uh, come, has uh, come to join us. There he is. Now. It's me. That's here it. We're, we're after tearing Kilkenny a new one there while you were gone. Uh, <laughs> I never said anything bad about Kilkenny, I promise you. No, it was all good. It was all good. We're, we're in uh, James Blanchfield, folks. If you're listening to the podcast, has just joined. Um, we record this on a Thursday, so he's just joined in a little bit later than that. James, we're in the middle of discussing Ireland, Argentina, and we were up to scrum halves, and we're talking about Connor Murray. Uh, Actually, he didn't he's he's again, again, didn't he? Yeah, that's it. Well, yeah. The first thing that stood out to me: big box kicking up in the sky, like it was hard to. But then again. They racked up a lot of tries, but Casey just came on and the speed took off, yeah. didn't it? Absolutely. Johnny was saying that as well. Just the, but the passing stats just went to the roof once he mm. came on. Yeah, just speaking about scrum half, like I mentioned before about that chap Rafi Quirk that scored a try for England last week. Um, yeah. Like he could be playing for Ireland now. You know, if we he 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 was in the IQ system in the UK, he could be another oh. scrum half that we could have been adding to our list of scrum nines that we have. Yeah, There's... Jones cop Jones copped him fairly quickly, though, didn't he? He did, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, it's actually, actually you were Johnny, you, you were at the match. It was a terrible atmosphere. Tom, I'm not gonna lie, if I wasn't like if you for a rugby fan, that wasn't an attractive game to be at. Oh just shocking. Like there was no there was the atmosphere was non existent, like you know, like there's like when Argentina scored in two minutes forty seconds, you thought, right, we're going to be into a bit of a game. Here we might we might be up with this. Fifteen twenty minutes later, you're like, right, this is done. This is the dead goose, you know. But there was no, like I was in the corner where Argentina scored. Like there was no, there was no reaction. Like you know, it was it they scored? That was it. Back up the field, away we went. Yeah, because where yeah. I was wasn't too bad as far as people going in and out. But I had friends who were up in up in up in other areas, and they were saying like. It was there was just constant talk, 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 mm. talk, and and people going in and out for points, and it was getting to a stage. I think Tries every time, cracks. every time Ireland scored uh, during the conversion, they were getting up to go for points. Yeah, well, I'm not going to lie now. I got up quite a few times on Sunday myself, but I was in the corner. <laughs> but there wasn't but, one person got up during the, like it's gas during the All Blacks match. There wasn't. He wouldn't one move person. the millimeter. There was a oh, rush. No. Yeah. It was actually a rush to the jacks. I'd say more than anything else at half time. Mm. You know, because lads were holding on to it. Didn't want. Oh, to miss, absolutely. He didn't want to miss anything. <laughs> like, the most Aaron, interesting Aaron conversation. Was so bad. The most but interesting know, you conversation. You saw it on, on telly. Was... Other people said, you know, it, it, it wasn't a bad match to watch on telly. But it it wasn't a bad right. match to watch on telly. The pay money. Yeah, to go see it. Argentina were just so bad. Like their 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 lineup was shocking. I just I thought I thought they were chronic. It, it looked like boys versus men. Yeah, Do you know, know. Like just, everything, that, everything that they did was just. It, it, they looked like a team that, looking at it on telly, that were fulfilling a fixture that were just there mm-hmm. just to play a game and get. It didn't look like the Argentina of old. No, no. no. But if you think about if you took the poor winger out of it, like you know, if, you're, if you're drawing them in the quarterfinal World Cup this year or in 2023, you'd be quite yeah, happy. It is, you know. Yeah. Um. But what about France? France. Oh, hey. Hey. What a game! So much. What, <laughs> what, a, what game. a match! We, I love have all of the time that you have to sit down and watch all of these matches. It's Sky called Plus. A, it's, it's called Amazon. James. James, go to Amazon and man, you can watch it. You, can, you know you can press pause in your Sky remote. <laughs> yeah, you can press and record. <laughs> what well, a game. Having... James Blanchfield is frozen. Oh, there he is. He's back. I was just saying you can't press pause on a four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we were actually having a discussion. The only way it's on Amazon Prime, we're kind of wondering about, you know, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing having it on Prime. Uh, if the commentary improved. I have to say it's a fair format to have it on because 
to be able to get a straight away after a game, you can watch the game again, you can watch the highlights, you can watch the extended highlights, you can get try all the tries are in it separately, you can click on them, you know, it's very well done. But yeah. there's some yeah, of the commentary is actually, awesome. some of the commentary is brutal. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. Myself and you, Johnny, should have a go at it. Yeah. Gotta be with the days. Well, I tell you, somebody you'd be better than some of the lads that were on that. Jesus. That's, that's, that's well, listening if, to if I was if I was on contract with Casey Law in 2017, I'd I'd say I wouldn't have got paid. I left a few minutes early in a tie. I jumped the banister and jumped the jumped out the lorry trailer and went off myself. True story. <laughs> Understand understandable. Well, lads, tell us this. What did you make of Carberry the weekend, or have you already spoken about him? Uh, we spoke I thought he was about very him, good. Go back. Yeah, we thought he was good. Um, and it's good to see as well in the same in the same breath. It's good to see. I thought he worked himself into the game nicely. Yeah. I thought, like I said, that, that uh, Robbie Henshaw would be a first receiver an awful lot more. He was, but then as the game grew in, Joey just jumped back in and took more control of it. One thing I found was when Joey went to full back and Byrne went to out half, the tempo nearly seemed to go up another notch. Yes, yeah. two playmakers. Yeah, Craig Casey. Yeah, sure yeah and two playmakers, you know. Yeah. Like when you're giving the ball to Harry Bourne and Harry Bourne pulls it back to Joey Carberry, as a defender, yeah. you're there going, right, what's this fella going to do? Yeah, sure enough. You know, yeah. you're he just absolutely worried about Harry Bourne and now you have to worry about Joey. You're like, right, yeah. where, where are we going to end up here? Yeah. You know? So it's, yeah, it's, it's a pretty fresh year. When, when they throw the henshaw, you know what you're getting. You know you're getting yeah. to carry when they throw the henshaw, you know? I think, I think our most important player at the moment, from what I've seen over the last few weeks, is Ring Ross. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, he was brilliant. He was brilliant. Yeah. There's absolutely. A lot of, there's a lot of just really good performances and a lot of encouragement. Doris Vanderflair, mm. oh Jesus, you know, um, the Andrew Fro-Hold, Porter put in a Andrew really Port- good yeah. Shit. Ronan Kelleher was outstanding again. You know, yeah. I, just, I mean, I said it a few weeks ago. Ronan Kelleher is the best hooker we've had since Keith Wood, and I think yeah. the last two weeks he has proven that. Like, have you yeah, watched absolutely. his? Um, Bernard Jackman actually was a great joke. I do be sending it to the group. Great analysis on, on that kind of stuff. And Ronan Keller is in the wide channels all the time. Mm. He and plays he like in the format. He's always in the wide yeah. channels. He's always and on he his own. Mm. Yeah. Like he absolutely yeah. thought Gordon Barrett he had to tackle low. He just handed him off as if he was a piece of paper. Yeah. Like if you, you look know? at him, if you look at the physique of the chap from behind, from the shoulders to his ankles, he has the coat of a hooker all about him. Like he is mm. he has the arts of a hooker, as I said a few weeks ago. He, yeah. he has and everything. he's the speed of a cheetah. Yeah, but he he has aggression. He has everything you need, like you know. Mm. Yeah, he's very very quick. He's 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 exceptionally good, and, he, and what's really what's even better about him, he's a very good scrummager as well. Mm. Yeah, you know, he, he, you if know, you like watch the scrum, if you watch it close, you'll see all six shoulders shown. You won't see the two hooker shoulders hiding underneath the loose head and tie head. They get a good width on the scrum. We 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 had no dog in the pack. I tell you, after the last two games, particularly. I'm kind of going back in that comment because I think Kelleher is that dog and I think Doris could be as well, you know, and Jack yeah, Conan definitely. Yeah. Van de Fleer is never going to be a dog. No. no. He has too much flair to, to get into the nitty-gritty, but Doris definitely, mm. um, and def, definitely Ronan Kelleher, is, he's, and Andrew Porter, he is. He's yeah. a beast. He but they have a, they have a They have a dog coaching him. Yeah. Like I, yeah. Said, against, like I said against the All Blacks, Paul O'Connell was as fired up on the pitch as if he was going out to play himself. Really, yeah. He was his intensity that he was given. Like he passed, they all say like he holds the dressing room and he's you know he has that influence in the dressing room. But he must have he must have that influence on the pitch. Like the players are changing. There's mm. there's more of that doggedness in it. There's more cuteness coming into into play. They're yeah. far more aggressive. Um. I would say their line out their line outs are improved so much. Like Kelleher didn't I, I don't think he had a crooked in. His darts were yeah. superb. Yeah, I can't remember a crooked in, in in the two games. Their smaller detail is very, very good. Oh, if you watch their two really jumper, class. delivery of the, tr- the the ball from the two jumper to the nine is bang on forty five every time. Yeah, if you watch the four and six jumpers, bang on with an attacking pace every single time, and that's that's down to training. You don't just pick that up. That's down to doing line out primers and and lifting primers and stuff that you're working on your delivery. Like, 
You know, yeah. what's really interesting to see is that our forwards now have a skill set. They have an ability yeah. to pass the ball. So, like, James, before you come on there, we threw 215 passes in the all-black game. So, your backs didn't throw all of that because we were up the jumper, up the jumper. So, we're offloading a lot more. Yeah. Do you know? And it's, it's, it's incredible to see your forwards with a skill set. What's that? Did you hear O'Mahony's comments? Yeah, no, the on the ref, most, Mike. The, no, it was the most. He was asked after. Oh, yeah, he said he, he's enjoying this more than he's ever enjoyed any team. He said yeah. there's just he's enjoying rugby more now. In the whatever last has, month, whatever's happened yeah. in that system, whatever's yeah. changing, there is it's, like for a man that has been there for so long to say I'm yeah. actually enjoy, really enjoying this. And the group the players are off. Yeah. He you said know, that was the best the best month he ever had um, did, with yeah. that Ireland camp. Yeah. And Errol said the same thing as well. He did. One of the big things that I that actually stood out for me was this time last year, we were all going, what's my cat bringing? What's my cat bringing as, as attack coach? There's been no improvement. I think my cat is probably one of the real big winners and no one's talking about him over the last few weeks. Because yeah, he has to be if you're throwing that many pass against an all-black team. Yeah. You know, because it's not about our skill set. Like an all black defense, even on a bad day, they're 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 above average, mm, and yeah. you're throwing that many passes against them. It's uh, uh, hats off to him because I was one of his critics. I was like, "Oh, geez, this guy, I'm not so a proven coach. What is he at coming in here?" Well, I'd say I'd say he must have been frustrated in the first half. Like you see, I think it was Balakum didn't get the ball till about the thirtieth minute. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we feared about that. We feared that though. Like it didn't even come, it didn't even come across, or there was no play that side that he would actually come off his wing to join. There was nothing. I wonder, I wonder here if I'm mad altogether. When Bundyaki plays, the ball goes wide. When Henshaw plays, the ball very rarely seems to go wide. I think Aki is a very good distributor of a ball, and he, yeah, and even if he's, he, even he, if he's caught, he's so deceiving, you don't know when goal. he's going to deliver it, but yeah. you know what Henshaw is going to do. Yeah, straight up. You know, if Henshaw's coming at pace, he's not he's not passing it because yeah. he's go, he's going too fast. Yeah. What's when Henshaw's at, at 60 and 70 percent, you know the ball's gonna move. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I just find that like that that for me is the only predictability of Ireland's attack. If Henshaw's in, you mightn't see it in the wide channels for 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, point, right? yeah. because it definitely it definitely like we were on that side and it's going, God, when you just I wanted to see him getting the ball. Was mad for mm. Balakum to get the ball. Like he's a, he's a fantastic player. Yeah, and he didn't mm. get the ball. And I said he must have been so frustrated because, as I say, like the play didn't even come to that side to go back for him to join in. No, it never you gave know. him a blindside opportunity at all. Yeah, you know, and Lowell's and Lowell Lowell very back. hungry on the other side. We've no, seen it over the last again, wasn't he? <laughs> but we Jesus, saw him over the first two, up all, two well, except for the first try. <laughs> <laughs> but we Tom saw it over the first two matches where the wingers can't got involved. Yeah. Probably Balakun didn't get as much involved in around the middle of the pitch as he could have had, or pre as as Conway and Lowe did the first two the first two matches. Yeah, for sure. To break down a defense for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Because what it did do, and what I noticed was Argentina started to get narrow after 25, 30 minutes. So then it created that space on the outside for Balagoon. Yeah. But look at if, if that's the way they want to play a system, it's 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 all well and good. But I think they should definitely keep the variation of a twelve being able to distribute the ball also rather than just yeah. going up and down the channel, you know. Mm-hmm. But see Argentina were that bit, I think like their defence was very good. Their D, their their pace, their off the mark pace was super for the first say. Yeah, their the internal defence was good, right? Their their yeah. outside defence wasn't great. No. But it stopped us going wide. It stopped us going wide. We kind of played into mm-hmm. us in the first bit. Maybe they didn't allow us to play. They were really virgin on that offside. Mm-hmm. If you look at them, they really, really were pushing the offside to the limit, and they were hitting us. In. But uh, I look happy it is. Yeah, job, job well done for the autumn internationals. Anyway, yeah, we only have to. We only now have to back it up for the next two years. Yeah, and we have to play France in the Six Nations. Uh, 
and don't peak way, 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 way too early. Ah, Jesus, that's no. We 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 had we had the we had the All Blacks knackered for the French. The French had a different All Blacks team. Yeah, other. true, absolutely. Yeah, we, we broke them down. We, we destroyed them. their confidence. Ah, we knocked them first. We made them doubt themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what we said, Tom. If we if we beat the next on the weekend, we'll say bye, Nackerby. The All Black supporters are now calling for poor Odin Foster's head like. Because what a lot of people are forgetting about is the yeah, All Blacks are on tour for the last 15 weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I see some comments yeah. saying Ian Foster's going to go down as the worst coach in All Black history. You know, like they have been going for 15 weeks from Tri Nations into, like, it's, that's like, that's 1960s stuff. Lions and they've had five captains in 2021. True, yeah. You know, yeah. there's a lot of. A lot of, of jobs and change in there. But South Africa were the same. They've been in pods longer. They've been in True pods enough, since, yeah. the, since 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 the, the Lions, Lions tour. Yeah. So they were in their pods since the Lions. They haven't barely seen their families. Then they've moved they've been down. Been in pods since June, I think, since before the yeah. Lions started. So since, since June. So like they, they have to entertain them. Like sure. they are. Like they are. They are tired. Like they are a tyrant. <laughs> Poor old yeah. Razzie. Ah, Jesus. Don't be taken away from England, Tom. Don't be taken away from England's victory. I'm not taking away from any England victory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we no, need that's... England winning. We, do. Huh? we, we need yeah. England winning. We need a competitive Six Nations. Nah, look, I think we did well. And the women got their two wins as well, which is good. Yeah, which is great. That yeah, great, yeah. yeah. And we have two women on the, the first... Is that the first women's Babas this weekend? Uh, I don't think the first. Baba team? I think it's the I second or third time. All right, well, then we have two women, we have two women on it anyway. Who, Carlo? No, Fuck. um, Ireland. <laughs> Ireland have a few, haven't they? Huh? Ireland have a few, right. haven't they? And the yeah. women's, I think Ireland have five, there's only two men. Yeah, there's two yeah, women, Jenny Murphy and Kira Griffin, and then the two men as well. No, they don't because Anna Capelis is on it, Senator Epu is on it, um, and yeah, and someone else. We five women. We seven players on the Babas in total. Oh, very good. And it's actually a Trinity um, second row is on it. Jack Dunn. Jack Dunn. He's yeah. a Leinster. He's an exceptional player. Yeah. How the an hell? Was he? How did he get on there? I actually don't know because it's I done a bit, a bit of work with them. I done a bit of work with them during the summer, and uh, he just stood out. He was training with Leinster, and then he came over to Trinity, and like he's he's outstanding. He really is outstanding. He's a what are you doing? Doing a bit of toiling in the bathroom or something? Or what? What are you doing? A bit of toiling in the dressing room for them? No, I see, James. I've moved up in the world since my days of coaching with you, my friend. <laughs> that's oh, how I earn my bread now, James. <laughs> um, nice bit of business done today, lads. Thursday, Tyke Furlong three-year deal. He got his deal last year for a year and was sort of dropping hints that he might disappear off into the sunset. It, uh, you can be, ban- can, can be guaranteed that was a pretty penny. Yeah, absolutely. And, well and, and you know what? You wouldn't begrudge it. Yeah, absolutely. Well he's, one, he's an extremely valuable player. Yeah, you know he's going to retire in Ireland, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great for the show to keep him because we'd be lost without him. Absolutely. Oh, there's, no, there's no player off the bench or in the, in the country that stands to him at the moment. No. Mm-hmm. You know, That's he, he's... Yeah. He's you know, he's he absolutely is. Lads, big news this week, Stephen Larkham. Um Monsters revolving coaching ticket uh continues to revolve. Um it's uh, it's worrying again. Yeah, I think, I think, I think Tom knows some South African that's gonna come in. Some box Danny, that's not, specialist. Danny, that, that's not even funny anymore. <laughs> I think it's been on the cards for a while from, from what I heard that I was following it on Twitter there for the last couple of months, a couple of weeks that the Brumbries job has become available and I think he was targeted along with, with another guy and um, he's come out on top, he's, like, he's a Brumbies legend as well so I think he's I think he's not leaving Munster for any fault of Munster, I think he's going because he He's getting a head coach's job in one of the, with the home union, but worryingly for Munster, it's probably the biggest indication that Van Grand is going to stay on, because I would say mm. that if Larkin was being offered the head coach's role in Munster, I'd say he would have probably stayed. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, but the other side is, in my opinion, is this is a really big opportunity now for the IRFU 
to get Mike Prendergast back involved in the Irish system. Because yeah, to go back punting coaches. Yeah, like, like what are you, we, Felix Jones? I don't know. I don't know if Felix Jones would leave South Africa. I yet. don't think he'd go back to. I don't think. I don't no. think Felix would go back to Munster. Uh, he won't go back to Munster under Van Grant. No. Yeah. yeah. You know. I think he needs to go though. There are a few need to really look at the coaching setups. Like Connacht have a really good coaching setup. Andy mm-hmm. Friend and and his team, like they're very, very good. Yeah, well, apparently, said on an interview last night that Mossy Lawler has completely changed how he plays rugby. Yeah. He was on Newstalk last night and listened to it, you know. Yeah, like the relationship Connacht have with their coaches, Ulster yeah. the same, Leinster obviously if, the same. Um, like, Connacht have two months to coaches. Yeah, they have Tucker, Callum Tucker and uh, Mossy Lawler. Yeah. Mm. Um, awesome. I, I definitely yeah. agree with James there. If you need to need to hunt here, like I need to you know, sort that out. I think, now, I think now the IRFU need to regroup and look and say, right, we have Mossy Lawler, you have Mark McCall, you have O'Gary, you have Flannery. You have um, James Coughlin, you have um, uh, Donica Ryan, you have uh, all of these really good Irish coaches who were re- who, who some were average players, some were exceptional players. Dennis Leamy. Dennis Leamy. Well, Leamy's evolved. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's, but yeah. he's, he's there. He's, yeah, he's not like, going anywhere. The point is, is that I think the Irish need to now start bringing these guys back, getting back involved in the Irish system because. Um, Noel McNamara, I've looked at Noel's only after going to, to South Africa, but I just think he's an exceptional coach. Yeah. And I think he's I think he's gone for the greater good of Irish rugby. Mm. I think he's he'll lose good years coach. in South Africa and come back to Ireland in some capacity, in some way, shape, or form. Um mm. as as a head coach of one of the provinces. Yeah, definitely. You can see that in the future. Yeah, he, he's an exceptionally good coach. But, but the other thing is like we're surprised here. Will Mastelauder or will Will um, Mike mm. Prendergast and these guys do they actually want to come home? They're probably living good lives over there in Paris and La Rochelle and Toulon. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing, like Tom said, do they want to go to Munster? Yeah, like why is Munster I, attractive for a coach at the moment in time? I don't think under Van Graham and the no. way that Munster are playing and how you just have that sneaking suspicion. I don't know that we don't know the man, but. I just have that thing with Van Graham that is a kind of not a dictatorship, but the same as Razi, all controlling. Like a Razi, yeah. Razi, like if people say, how much do you not trust your team that you have to be on the down on the sideline? Yeah. With, yeah. You know, directing. Oh, yeah, have off the pitch, screaming them all. Do you know what I mean? There's something there that is just kind of all controlling, and I don't think that there's a reason. Like Jerry Flannery, we didn't have to bring in Graham Rountree. No, Jerry Flannery is flying with Harle- mm-hmm. with Harlequins and is so well respected over there. Mm-hmm. You know, Phoenix I think Jones. Phoenix Jones was only Phoenix Jones was learning his trade, but yeah, I don't think he's bad at World Cup. I think no, the, big I... One, the big tell of all the people that left Munster was Peter McCabe. He was over the academy, and I believe there was a falling out with Van Grand. Whether it's true or not, I don't know, but he just threw his hat at it. Mm. Yeah, See, I, I, no. I don't trust I, I I personally don't trust the way that they run they're running it down at the moment and it's back to what we said it's you're never going to have an Irish you know how can we can't have I want to play for Ireland or I want to play the Irish way when your provinces are not in line mm-hmm. you know well, in fairness in fairness Connacht are more in line with the way Leinster play that's true than the other but three. for Munster, if you look at Munster now as opposed to Munster two seasons ago, two seasons ago, Munster probably had three or four guys, four guys in an Irish squad. To have had O'Mahony, Stander, Tyg Byrne, Earls would probably, and Murray, probably those five. Now, now Munster could have seven or eight guys in an Irish squad, plus they have the two South Africans. Well, the Alande is gone, but plus they have, I think they have more quality around the team. They have Coombs there as well. I think, I think, with better coaching, I I, I agree. The point of getting to is they have they have the caliber caliber of players they need to succeed. Definitely, it's evident that the coaching. Yeah, they, they have them, James. But on the number of players there, like and I'm not, I'm not one for this order from Leinster. But Ty Byrne is a Leinster academy player, and Joey Carberry is a Leinster academy player, who are mm. playing the Irish style rugby. There, going down two Munster with that style already. My mm. biggest worry is Andrew the Connor. academies. The academies in Munster are not bringing 
their players to the style of rugby in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, the academies aren't because the school system in Munster is not good enough. But mm. I saw a very, very good argument recently, um, where somebody commented on 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 on, on um, Tom Savage's page on on Twitter that um, the IRFU had taken a lot of focus away from the youth system in Munster mm. and focused too much on the school system, where the school system in Munster is really confined to three schools and the youth system fell behind. Mm. Where the last couple of seasons, they've focused more on the youth system and the likes of the guys coming through West Cork and these places. So they're starting to get more return. I think they were probably looking in the wrong places and they weren't fish. They, they weren't kind of casting where the fish were. I think they were... Yeah, I think they were trying to mirror what Lenser were doing with school. Yeah, exactly. They were trying to like, mirror they, what they, they, they lost their CCROs. They had no CCR. They had very little CCROs going around. They took the CCROs were gone out of the system. Really? And I think that's a horrible thing. If you look at the work that the likes of, of, of Gavin Whitney and Carlo and, and John Manifold now in Tolo, like, and I, and I assume the same for Kilkenny to do it. Oh, yeah, no, Devlin is an exceptionally good CCRO. Like you're working in, you're working with the girls and in, in it's getting into the girls' schools in Kilkenny. So like, you take them out of it. There's no, you have to have them there. They're bringing, they're, look, they're trying to promote the game, and they're yeah. in the schools. And well, we need, and we wouldn't say it's perfect. Leinster way is not perfected either, because I mean, there's plenty of players that slip through the net. Oh, yeah. They don't get to all the games or they don't watch, mm. you know, they're not, they're not watching club games. You're looking at a Southeast game and you're looking at this, but they don't see players that are coming through at times. They're, no, I agree. No, I, I, I think I think the role of CCRO is massive. And what I would say is, I know from my experience in Tullow, our youths were very, very good, both number-wise and rugby-wise, when Larry Hannibal was involved at CCRO. Larry had a knack, not to spot a, a rugby player, but to spot a good fella or a good girl and and bring them in. And our numbers were massively high when Larry was involved. Like he just he just has a way about him of getting kids. And Noel Devlin is the very same, of getting kids to schools or to clubs. And and like I think that I don't know what it is in, in, in provinces, but CCROs were very, very much underappreciated at yeah. times in clubs, you know. You know, like, we fought through the You know, James, like you know this from like Noel, they're 30-hour week contract. And Gavin as well, Tom and Carlo. They put in more than 30 hours a week, and I can guarantee you to do. A hundred percent. They get fake on money for they get fake on money for like we're fighting like and I won't have any shame in saying this. Like we're fighting with county councils to try and yeah, keep the funding. Same, like, it's trying to keep the fund, we're 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 shared with all of it. It's the same funding. Mm. It's, the one. it's a share thing yeah. but it's not right these are people who are it's not just rugby you got to forget it's a sport we're trying to mm. you're giving out about obesity you're giving out about kids sitting down playing playstations and all Mental that crap health. you know and here we are and we're fighting over a couple of quid they yeah. would go and spend money on on absolute rubbish the budget comes oh Jesus we have we've this budget or that budget mm. The most important thing we're talking about is mental health and getting our kids off streets, out of the couch, and on to yeah. play something. And so yeah. any sport that has people who are employed going into schools, and now there's less kids, less PE teachers or people who are interested in sports teachers, that it's not the same as it used to be. So there's a lot less sport in school. And some of the primary schools don't have any. Yeah, no, I, know. I think no that's sport. where Noel is really strong with us. Noel is, I would say... He's knocking on the prime on the door of every primary school in the county, even the primary schools in deep south Kilkenny, where they would be going to play their rugby club in Waterford City or Waterpark, you know, yeah. um, North Kilkenny, where they could be going to play with Hurlis or Port Leash. But yeah. the point is, is he is he's constantly beating away at doors. It's just a killer for him and a killer for us as a club that we just can't get the secondaries. The two major secondary schools in the city playing, but he got Callan CBS involved in a, in a in in that um, southeast blitz pro, in Carlow yeah. there a couple of weeks ago. You know that's yeah. you know it's proof that it's working. Do you know what it is? And I, I worked with Noel during the summer, and Willie Canavan said to me, "We're going to do, we're doing going to do camps for Leinster," and he said, "If you can get him with anyone, get him with Noel Devlin and watch him and just learn off him." 
Noel has a really, really good way about him. And the big, Noel's biggest trait is he really, really cares about his club. Yeah, and he the does. Of it. And if you get a CCRO that does that, like Gavin Whitney is bleeding yellow and black. Yeah. Like if you cut Gavin Whitney's hand right now, he'd bleed yellow and black. Yeah. He loves the place. And like Tom or Noel is the same. What's that, James? The Kenny Hurland team. We're black and we're not yellow and black. Oh, stop the <laughs> Kenny Hurland. Get off the boat, will you? <laughs> no, you're, you're right, Johnny. Oh, I mean, they're all, all those people are, are, are so important. But they, and that has to happen in the, in, in, in the other provinces, especially especially mm. Munster, because if they <laughs> yeah. fade, if they fade, it's not doing, we all say, like, you know, you have to have competition. Every province has to be producing players yeah. because eventually, eventually, if the if the well dries up in the other provinces, well, then Leinster can't are not just going to go forward. Just can't keep producing and producing yeah, and producing. Yeah, well, some some schools in Leinster now at the moment are like professional outfits. But that's it. My senior team is just pumping players into the Leinster academy. Yeah. You know? So yeah. and just on schools, Ruby. Actually, I want to. Uh, Kenny College lads um, won their quarter final yesterday in the senior league, and our juniors won the, their last game and topped their groups. So they're in a quarter final. Our seniors played their semi final against Castle Knock next Wednesday in Donnybrook, and it's a massive, massive thing because believe it or not, you all know schools will be Kenny College wouldn't be one of the bigger ones. Um, so it's a massive achievement for the lads, and uh, I want to wish Steve and Peter all the best, and Wes Shirley as well. So there's lads actually from. Kenny Ruby Club and where Shirley then obviously Carl Ruby Club man involved in the senior setup down there, so it's um it's really good. So hopefully it goes well for them. Absolutely. Yeah, As absolutely. we're gonna to wrap it up there, I'm afraid for this week. Um, but my thanks as always, Tom Crotty, James Blanchfield, and Johnny Tobin uh, for joining us on the podcast. Uh Tullo, Carlo V Tullo, Sunday. There'll be bits of lads left around the pitch. Um, and Tom will have, we'll have a we'll have a friendly juice after. We're looking forward I think we'll. To I, I think. Week. I think we'll just. I think we'll just wish James the best of luck. Yeah, yeah best of luck, James. <laughs> there's no luck needed for the Black Gates. <laughs> yeah, we're looking forward to Ashbourne, lads. There, big. We're still sore. The beat us in the Towns Cup final in Toto there a few years ago. So, are you still talking about that? We're still talking about that. I was sport official that day. You know, the never forget that game. <laughs> we're, looking, we're, we're, we're still talking. That's a game we left behind us. But um, <laughs> absolutely, but, uh, look, we're looking forward. To, we're looking forward to it coming down. We're still, we're still, we're still, we're still scratching our head about a few injuries. See where we're at, and we're still kind of worrying about our scrum and losing Brian Howe the last day. We're down to three props in the whole club now. So we'll, uh, we'll you may uh, talk back out, fella. Uh, you're you're more of a shape of a prop than I am, Johnny. Uh, yeah, I say do right with job man. <laughs> I wouldn't be arsed. Um, no, send them back up the Send them back up that motorway with their tail between their legs. Well, that's that, that's the full intention, you know. They're not going well. They're look at they're coming down to us targeting this game, and we know that they're going. To, there's going to be an Ashburn reaction in Kilkenny on Saturday, um. So we just need to we need to knuckle down now and just um. Just give it, give it to them as good as we get it. Absolutely, lads. Best of luck in all your matches. Best of luck, fellas. Here's folks. Everything. We'll talk to you See again. See you Sunday, Tom. See you Sunday, Johnny. Mind yourself. <laughs> See you. Is that, is that a threat? Yeah.